0: Welcome to The Places You Can Go, brought to you by the International College of Seville. I'm your host, Evan Kindle. And in this episode, we will listen to some of our current fall semester ICS students to hear firsthand how their time abroad with ICS has been going so far. We'll hear about their goals for the semester, their motivation to study abroad, and the unique ways in which these students immerse themselves in the Spanish culture. First off, we have two students that have come all the way from the University of Hawaii at Manoa, Daria Munkus and Luke Walmsley, to hear about how they're adapting to their new lives here in Seville. Welcome to the show, Daria and Luke.
1: Hello. Thank you for having us.
0: Yes, thank you for having us. Well, we're very glad to have you both on the podcast today to get your insights and to hear a little bit about how your experience has been going so far. I'm glad that both of you could join us on the show because we're about halfway through the fall semester at ICS and I think you have both already had some pretty amazing experiences as well as your fair share of challenges as you've gone through various stages of adjustment while living here in Seville. I'm sure you have many stories to tell us, so let's get started. Daria, let's let's start off with you. What motivated you to choose the International College of Seville or or Seville in particular as your study abroad destination? And how has your experience living in Seville differed or surprised you from your expectations before arriving?
1: Well, thank you, Evan. That is a good question. So the predominant reason I came to Seville was to learn Spanish for my major of study anthropology and particularly cultural anthropology, which is my specialty. It is um, often helpful to know another language. I had been studying Spanish in university, and I figured if you want to learn Spanish, go to the origin of Spanish, which of course is Spain. The University of Hawaii at Manoa has a partnership with uh, ICS, which actually is really cool. It makes it really easy for a lot of us to come over here and participate in all the programs that you guys do. So I chose Seville to learn Spanish, and because of the partnership, and I've been so blessed to have this experience. And as far as lifestyle goes, Spanish lifestyle is very different, but in ways I like. It's a lot more, I guess, laid back than I expected, which has been very good, like siesta times after lunch, and really just more of like a a slower pace for life, With I, which I appreciate. Hawaii has a similar vibe, but... Based around different things, obviously, as it's more natural environment versus the urbanness of Seville.
0: Thank you, Daria.
2: So, Luke, do you have anything to add to that? What were your motivations? I'm a travel industry management major at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. And I have this kind of future goal, this this dream to run an eco-friendly like hotel. And in doing so, I really want to be very kind of customer-based and really know how hospitality differs all around the world. So I thought, what better way to do that than study abroad and, you know, visit a ton of these other countries and see how hospitable they are, see how it differs, see how they care for the customer or the business itself. And I kind of take little bits and pieces from these different countries and kind of bring them back to Hawaii and create the best out of everywhere. Spain specifically, because I will say, I have a history of taking Spanish classes in high school. And so I thought it was one of the places I would understand the language the best and the easiest, which I guess expectation wise was not true. They speak very fast here and it's difficult to understand, but I definitely feel like I'm getting better. At, at Spanish, which is uh, amazing. And through the ICS program, who, um, as Daria mentioned, has a, has a connection, has a relationship with the University of Hawaii, which has made it quite easy to get here. I've managed to have the ability to to see that, as Daria mentioned, it's a very laid back. I, I would say they're more welcoming. I don't know if I had an expectation of the Spanish people to be very kind of rude and, and move quickly and kind of dismiss. But I feel like for the most part 99% of my experience they've been very welcoming they've been they've tried to translate if i if i don't understand they've they reach a hand out if they know you're lost i've been i've been maybe caught maybe 3 or 4 times of people just asking me if i need help to find somewhere cuz i'm lost in my phone wrong google maps or something but definitely more welcoming than i originally expected and it's been a, a very pleasant experience
0: That's great to hear, Luke. Thanks for sharing that. And I think many of us, when we first uh, traveled to Seville, we noticed that sense of community that exists around you or a general sense of just awareness that uh, people are paying attention to you or the needs that you have. And so I'm really curious to get both of your uh, insights about how exactly have you gone about connecting with the local community here in Seville? Are there any particular cultural aspects or, or traditions in Seville that have left uh, a particularly large impression on you?
1: Daria, let, let's hear your thoughts. So a main way that I've kind of been participating in Seville has been looking at city events that are going on. So in the beginning of the semester, because it was warmer, we were coming off the what would be the American summer season. There was a lot of runs, so I did a color run in a park. It was a little far away from Port Veneer, but it was a park a little north of the city center. And that was really cool to really be in the community. Color runs are like, they're just 5Ks, and then they spray like colored powder on you, for those of you who don't know. And it was really cool just to be in the community, especially because that event was very family-oriented. Obviously, it's a very like playful type event, and to just be... Witnessing all the families coming together, living life and like be there myself. I got to practice some Spanish because it was like my first week and I was a little timid still. So going to things like that where you're really just like participating with other people in the city is a way that I definitely try to connect. Another habit is um, also walking through like the Maria Luisa Park, which is very close to Porvenir and where ICS is. And just, you know, I like the people watch, but also you can go talk to people. As Luke said, I do find the people here very welcoming and comforting and very uh, hospitable when you uh, go up to them with questions, like if you're lost or even if you just have questions about things in general.
0: That's fantastic. And it's really cool to hear that you're already kind of getting involved in some of these bigger organized events like the Color Run. It's really important that a lot of students, if they have particular hobbies that they come to Seville with, that they're able to continue doing them or that they're able to maybe experience something new. And it's really important that you feel that you are welcomed and that you can kind of break out of your shell a little bit. So Luke, what have your experiences been so far in terms of connecting with the local community here in Seville?
2: I'll start a little bit with just ICS in general, Evan, yourself, a couple other of the staff members within ICS have just done, I would say, an amazing job at welcoming all the students and making them feel like if you have any questions, if you have any queries, concerns, statements, you guys are always there, ready to answer with excitement, a smile on your face. You're always willing to text us locations of amazing places to go so we can, you know, take a take a step out of the timid space we're in and, and become a part of the community. So I'll start there and say just through Lisa, who works at ICS, and you, Evan, you guys helped me find a lot of parks where people play basketball. And this has been going on maybe the first two weeks of ICS. Everyone started coming in and saying, have you tried this park or that park or this park? Everyone is really trying to get on the board of trying to get me to play basketball with some of the local people here. And it ended up working. Los Parques de los Principes is a really good place. I go around 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And there are maybe a group of like 20 guys or so that play basketball for about two hours. And I started going with a friend from ICS and it's just super good. They all speak Spanish, very little English. So it's a really good way to also kind of immerse yourself and get better at Spanish as well as just taking some time away from schoolwork and integrating yourself with with other people and playing sports if there's some if you're into that sort of like activity and I'm known as the speaker man now I bring my speaker we play some music and we all play basketball and it's just a really fun vibe so I've done that kind of to get into intertwined with uh, the people here Another one from the ICS, they told us about the like intercombia, which is like an inner exchange It's not necessarily like the local people um, all the time. There are people who are like me studying abroad, but it was a really good place to meet people, some people that I still keep in contact with. And eventually we've gone on some trips out of Seville together, like in a group of six or seven people. So that's been a really amazing place to also meet people. Thanks, Luke. And, and thank you for, for the shout out. <laughs> we
0: appreciate all of you in terms of your, your willingness and interest in trying to explore your environments, And, you know, we want to give you all of the resources we can that are, that are at least at our disposal to be able to share with you. And so it's great that you're able to take what we've been able to offer or what we've been able to share with you and kind of roll with it and kind of make it your own thing. And that's cool about being the speaker guy. You're developing a reputation or at the very least a nickname. So that's, that's good. (laughs) You've already kind of shared a few different experiences that have really impacted you, but are there any particularly memorable experiences that you've had so far while exploring Spain or, or even other countries? During your stay here, have like you been traveling to other places? Luke, you mentioned traveling with some some locals or some some other international people you've met while you're here. Have, have you had any chances to go abroad or had any particularly memorable moments that you would like to share?
2: Yeah, I would say kind of staying within ICS to start. We have our ICS trip to Morocco, which I thought was one of the most fantastic trips I've ever been on always been a place. I think more Casablanca is what I was, was what I know more of. But the places that we go on that trip were just exceptional chef Shawin, which is like the blue city and just the, it was just a great trip. And I thought that that was a lot of fun, probably one of the most memorable. The food was great. The vibe was great. I had never haggled before in my life, but it was just, it was quite the cultural experience uh, as well was just amazing. So for that one, I would say that was probably the top place that I've like been to with like the ICS program that I really, really loved and would definitely go back 10, 20 more times if that was possible. Besides that, I managed to get myself to Geneva, Switzerland with a group of people. There was about seven of us, a couple from ICS, about five from ICS, and then two from like the Intercombia, Interexchange. And that was a lot of fun. We went to like Mount Blanc, which is the tallest peak in France. I jumped in Geneva towards when it started getting colder. the The lake and that was a that was fun. Just a, and the ability to get to all these places so much easier and quicker than Hawaii. To give you an idea, to get here from Hawaii, I took four different planes and it took twenty two hours. So the ability to just get to the United Kingdom or France or Switzerland in three or two hours and for hundreds dollars less. <laughs> It's something that's amazing and I'm trying to take advantage of.
0: Of course, yeah, you want to try and get as much in as you can while you're here. That's great to hear too that we have had some unique experiences socially in terms of haggling or or negotiating for certain products or things that you're purchasing while abroad. That can be a, a more difficult thing even in any language, even your native language. So trying to do it abroad, you know, can be a challenge. So I'm glad that you were able to rise to that moment and you found an opportunity to to enjoy yourself while doing that. And of course, I could imagine jumping in Lake Geneva being a bit cold this time of the year. I'm I'm really impressed that you were able to build up the courage to do that. So Daria, what about yourself? Have you had any particularly memorable experiences thus far while in Spain or or in other parts of Europe?
1: I mean, yes, absolutely. This whole trip has been uh, such a blessing to preface, yes, with like Luke mentioned, the Morocco trip or even just the day trips with ICS have all been really uh, fun, really coordinated. We had like a walking tour the first day where we walked through the Maria Luisa Park to see the Plaza de España and learning about that that through ICS was helpful. But even just like witnessing that for the first time and like the Plaza de España, because this is audio you can't really see, but it's huge and like such a sight to take in and that was probably one of my first like oh wow I'm in Spain type of moments here in Seville but the Morocco trip as well like definitely a highlight Uh, we're actually going to Granada this weekend I'm sure that will also be very memorable but as far as outside of you know touristy sightseeing things I suppose I do have a particular memory actually related to the color run and this is when I really kind of felt more settled in Seville. So basically it was really early in the morning. The run started at like 9 a.m. So I'm on the bus by like 8 from San Bernardo, which is a stop, like 10, 15 minutes from ICS. And then I get off the stop and with this family who's also going to Cullerbunk, we all have the t-shirts on, and it drops us off in the middle of like a parking lot. And we're all kind of looking at each other like, we don't think this, the run starts here. And they can definitely tell I'm a little lost. And the mother just comes up to me and starts talking to me. She was like, do you know where the run is? Or we can help you find where it is. Come on, you can walk with us and we'll go look for it together. And then we just went on a walk and she just started talking to people. And it was all in Spanish. And I don't know if I totally comprehended everything she said, but it was just the energy of like, come on, you can come with us. We can help you. And it did. We all walked together for like 10 minutes or so. It turns out the bus just dropped you at like the back end. Of where the run was supposed to be which was a little odd but we found it together and it was uh, really fun so that was probably more memorable for the interpersonal kindness that i felt and i was like okay the spanish people are nice and i'm it's a like they're willing to help you and like especially traveling alone in like a new country can be very stressful so i just remember that as that being like a very heartwarming experience for me here in seville
0: so That's really nice that you had that uh, opportunity, even though it was maybe you kind of go into panic mode in the beginning, right?
1: Yeah, because, you know, Google Maps is what they use here, but even it's not always 100%, right? So.
0: Exactly. And so for the first time, you had to rely on interacting with other people and relying on their goodwill to be there with you and to kind of figure out a solution together. Although it might've been a bit of a challenge in the beginning, you stuck with it. You didn't just flee and you tried to figure out a solution together. We've talked a little bit about other activities. Are there other extracurriculars that you're involved in that have kind of enhanced your learning experience at all? Anything more than some of the different activities you've already discussed?
1: So I am a dance minor at my home university in UH. So here, ICS offers a sevillanas dance class, which is the local dance of Seville. When you come here, you always see dancers in the plaza, in the central, dancing this dance. And so with ICS, we get to take classes in it. And taking those classes has been really, really fun. The teachers are really nice and helpful, actually. I was a little nervous because sometimes dance teachers can be very traditional and very like it's more rigid, but they're actually very uh, welcoming and understanding to all skill levels. So that has been a very good cultural experience by combining my love of dance also with the community that I am in now.
0: The, the Sevillanas, you know, they're not a easy dance to learn either. There are many local people here that have probably been to many fairs. For those of you who don't know, here in April, Seville has a huge international fair. People from all over the world come to participate and many of the people will dance inside of these little casetas, we call them little huts or houses that are kind of scattered through a section of Triana. And so there are four stages to the Sevillanas, and very few people know all four stages, so Daria, if you can get to that point by the end of your time here, I think that you can consider yourself accomplished.
1: All right. Thank you. I will keep that in mind.
0: So, Luke, uh, how about yourself? Any other extracurricular activities that have been uh, particularly helpful in enhancing your learning experience while you've been here?
2: Yeah, I mentioned earlier basketball. I would say like that's a form of the extracurricular activity and the talking you know, with the local people has, in, has enhanced my Spanish ability. I definitely know more words than I came here knowing through that. But I don't know if this counts, but I'm going to throw a little curveball in here and say I'm a foodie. So I love eating. So my extracurricular activity has been just like kind of walking around Seville, even looking online a little bit and just finding really good food, whether that's tapas, traditional Andalusian cuisine. I mean... There's even really good Indian restaurants just really close to ICS. And so I I love that aspect. I love food. I love eating. I eat probably too much, but that kind of has been a little extracurricular activity for me. I found cafes too, just um, kind of a street over from ICS that I like to go sit at. And I actually, in in that process, I go there almost every day after after class at ICS and I've Started to know one of the waiters, a couple of them, a couple of the servers. And so they all know me and I go in there and I say hi to them. And, you know, we've even got a drink, like sometime this day, during the weeks, they've got, they've come out and we've all gone out for like a drink and just talked. And it's really amazing to be like in a place where you can just meet somebody over a course of weeks and they're just so friendly towards you and that's kind of your place you go now to to grab a tea or just like sit down and read some poetry. And it's, I really love that. That's something you can do here.
0: The ability to sit around a table and to share a meal is such a important part of of immersing yourself in that culture because you get a chance to have a genuine conversation. You get to have an opportunity to share ideas and food and it allows for a more fluid kind of conversation. It doesn't feel as rigid. I mean, we have cultural diplomacy and food diplomacy in the US for a reason, because it it does bring people together. And uh, I know you said that you're not sure if you would consider that an extracurricular, but I definitely think it is. I mean, being aware of different food cultures and the history behind the food helps you better understand the people and why they do what they do or they eat what they eat. So it's all about helping you better understand your cultural environment. So I think that that's really brave for you to go out and do that on your own too. And it's great that you've had that kind of receptivity to meeting people, whether they're waiters or just, you know, locals hanging out at the cafe across the street. A big part of this midway point in your study abroad experience is to kind of start thinking about the end, right? I know we don't want to start thinking about the end yet because we're just in the middle. But it's important to start thinking about what types of personal development or, or growth you hope to achieve while you're here. And it's important for you to start thinking about that now so that you can make sure that you achieve those goals. Have either of you had an opportunity to kind of sit down and reflect on what you hope to take away from this experience? Daria, let's let's hear from you. What, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Right. Well, yes, I don't want to think about the end of the semester. You are correct. But upon reflection, my personal goals, I think my personal goals coming here were honestly a little superficial in a way. It was just like, oh, learn Spanish. You know, don't fail your classes. You know, chill in Spain for a couple months and then get back to work. But being here, I do feel like, well, my Spanish has improved. I mean, we are immersed in Spain. I have to talk to my host mother and everyone in Spanish. So that, I mean, that did happen. But I do think personally, I learned a lot about myself being in like a cross-cultural environment internationally. And like, I've never been abroad, away from home for such a long time. In another country that this is a different continent which is still sometimes crazy to wrap my head around and I feel like I've definitely gained a level of more trust in myself and my instincts and my ability to navigate with more confidence you know because being on your own in a different country is obviously very hard but it's also very it can be very learning for yourself and you know you really do have to rely on yourself a bit more than maybe you would in another country or culture even just linguistically right you have to like really push yourself to communicate so that would probably be one of the biggest developments i've had lately and then also i feel like um i'm just learning a lot more about like what i want out of life here as we previously mentioned the lifestyle is very different and their appreciation for life is different in a way than the united states so i i'm learning about like I kind of like get to go internally and think about like what are things that I'm valuing in life and how can I make sure to include that every day like I love food so I'm going to make sure I'm eating like good meals and spending time enjoying eating food because that's kind of what they do here they have like two hour lunches which when I first got here I was like whoa that's crazy but now I understand it and I actually appreciate it very much
0: thanks Daria So, Luke, how about how about you? Uh, Do you have any particular goals in mind or or things that you're hoping to take away from this experience when it comes to an end?
2: Yeah, I kind of go with the, you know, no one likes to think about the end of the semester or that experience that you're that you're that you're currently in. But I feel like what makes the experience special is that there is an end. We know that we only get another month of the crazy awesome adventures with, with all the people we've met here and all the places we potentially could try to go to in the last month. I think what makes it special is that you know that this is not gonna be your everyday school. We're here for the semester to create a special and everlasting memory. And I think in doing so, It's been a goal kind of in itself that I've that I've been achieving is just appreciating the current, appreciating the people around me. I still have contact with like my parents back home and my friends back home, but it was coming to a new place, knowing absolutely no one and making friends that I would like to consider lifelong friends. Now, I have friends that are talking about coming to visit me in Hawaii when the semester's over and, you know, they've offered to come to the Dominican Republic too. Like they want me to come with them. And it's just, these are people who a month and a half ago on the very first day, if you had asked me if I could see any of these people being lifelong friends, I probably would have been a little bit more closed down. I would have been more shy. I would have been like, "Eh, I don't know, We'll, we'll see. But a part of the goal was just to open up and, you know, enjoy the current time, because this might be the only opportunity I'll ever have to be in a different country, exploring Europe and different countries with people who a month and a half ago were absolute strangers. And it's just amazing to see how far we've come together as a unit in ICS, but also personally my, my progression has been um, pretty fun to watch and to be a part of.
0: Thank you both for everything that you've shared about your experience today. I really appreciate you both joining us to to share your insights that you've gained from your experience thus far during your semester with us at ICS. And, And I wish you all the best for the remainder of your semester here.
1: All right. Thank you, Evan. If any of you guys listening ever come to ICS, Evan is your man for the connections for sure. He's really cool. And thank you for having me on this podcast. It's been really fun.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Um, if if you're listening and you're thinking, should I study abroad, should I not? I'm gonna say do it, come to Seville, be a part of the ICS program. They plan everything out, they take care of you. You won't even feel like you're away from from the people you know, they make you feel so welcome. They are just an incredible program and uh, I think you really enjoy it if you take that chance. Thanks guys. And to all of our listeners
0: out there, make sure to keep an eye out for part two of our conversation. Well, that's it for us now from the places you can go. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Until next time, thank you.